It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charboil and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love. I'm Charbo and with me is... El Bandito. If it's your first time checking us out tonight, why don't you tell them what we're all about, El Bandito? Well, right here on the Power Hour of Love, we love dedicating an entire hour to something that we love. It's right there in the name, we're the Power Hour of Love, and we're going to spread some love tonight. We invite all of you guys to join us, because tonight we have an interesting, really pretty wild and unique topic. Today, we're dedicating tonight's show to the October 27th release day. Oh, yeah. Definitely, we're going to be covering a lot of different things, but we're all focused on things that came out on October 27th. Yep. Now that was last Friday night. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody had a big rockin' Halloweeny weekend. You know, <laughs> oh, Halloween yeah. is probably a lot of fun for a lot of people out there. Uh, but uh, maybe you didn't notice if you were too wrapped up in some of your Halloween antics that October 27th saw one of the biggest release days for video games uh, in the last couple of years. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it, I'm hard-pressed to think of a time when this many really hot titles came out because, you know... You get kind of the big releases of like, oh, Call of Duty's coming out or mm -hmm. something like that. But we had four just super anticipated titles all come out on the same day. Oh, man. You know, those studios are gunning for the top, you know. And I think even one studio was actually in the mix. Uh, they had two releases. But we're going to get into that. What is that in our third segment, El Bandito? Absolutely. We're going to have a very special kind of video game zone in the third segment today. It's going to encompass the entire segment of the uh, of the show there. Uh, but we're also going to talk about what these games that are dropping are going to be battling it out for. Mm -hmm. Because obviously they're looking for the top slot of games for the year. And so we're going to run through the list of the top ten highest selling games of 2017 so far. Oh yeah, man. If you guys want to hear that, be sure to tune into our second segment. But man, we got some cool stuff to dig into because we're still dealing with October 27th. But we're going to talk about some other type of releases besides video games. Absolutely. Just real quick in the opening segment here, we didn't want to leave out the fact that there was a couple of things released on the 27th that weren't exactly video game related, but still just helped it make the October 27th be in a, a huge a huge, a huge, huge, it's a huge, it's, it's a, the best day. It's, the only <laughs> it's the just a day. huge release day. Um, so first and foremost, we wanted to talk about a bit of news that people have been hearing about and waiting for all year for October 27th to roll around so they can check out what was once called the God Particle. Now, are you familiar with the God Particle, of uh, Charbel? You know, I think you told me about this a few months ago. And, um, you know, uh, why, why don't you get a little more detailed? Because, uh, you know, I know I've seen a couple of the movies that this is a sequel to, but I'm not too familiar with this upcoming 
film. Okay, well, basically, the title God Particle was kind of like an undercover code name for what is a Cloverfield sequel. Oh, okay, so that was the whole thing. It was like, a, uh, like didn't they call like Star Wars Rogue One, like, you know, blue ribbon or something like that? Yeah. Like, it's some sort of like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and in the, in the day of kind of social media and the internet nowadays, man, people leak that shit all the time, oh, so yeah. they try to do everything they can to keep these things under wraps. So, you know, they set a release date, and it's been on the calendar for most of the year, for The God Particle coming out October 27th. Oh. Uh, and it turns out, you know, as it got closer and closer to the date, there's less and less information about it mm-hmm. until they finally popped off and said, bam, this is a full-fledged sequel to Cloverfield. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, you know, I remember when Cloverfield came out, um, like, that, you know, it was, like, very shaky cam and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Didn't we go see that in the theaters? I, th- I think we I, were... I don't think I went to see that with you. It must Re- have been somebody else. Oh, Maybe it was man. Party Man Will went to see uh, it with yeah, you or something. Man, it might have, <laughs> may have been. But, yeah, you know, um, you know, it's all done in, like, that first-person view. It came out definitely mm-hmm. when all that was, like, really hot. You know, yeah, the paranormal activities and yeah, all that. It's like the yeah. found footage films, yes, you know, of, like, yes. it's someone's cell phone camera, you know, mixed together with someone else's security camera, and that makes a whole movie in the end. You know, and, and then you never really see the monster, you know. <laughs> you see, like, his leg. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. You know, like, like part of his body. But, yeah, definitely, uh, I know when it first came out, one thing about Cloverfield that interests me is a lot of people were confused to thinking that it was a, a Godzilla, a new Godzilla. Godzilla movie because mm-hmm. you know it's all like the Statue of Liberty's head like come like landing and like yeah. you hear this loud roar and everyone's like holy shit it's a new Godzilla movie and it's like <laughs> no I think it's kind of a little more akin to Cthulhu you like yeah. when in it, its size and destruction well, I mean Godzilla destroys too but you know but uh, absolutely <laughs> but they did come out with a sequel with John Goodman yeah the well, 10 Cloverfield Lane yeah I didn't see that one yet but a, a few folks that I know are really you know into like those type of films did check it out and they said that they liked it uh, it's it's not a found footage it's uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's an like actual narrative yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so We'll have to ask yeah. McPatches about it and see what he's got to say. Absolutely. But, I mean, hey, they seem to do really well, and they're not, like, coming out every year. And yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, you yeah. Because, like, they, they over, especially in this horror sci-fi realm, like, we know that, like, you know, when they pump these out every year, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they can go a little stale. Yeah, you got they, one they get a little a, oversaturated. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to see what, uh, what McPatches thinks about the God part of well, it. For everyone cranking on their keyboards trying to be like, what? What local theater has my new Cloverfield sequel? Or what's the actual name of it, El Bandito? <laughs> well, it turns out that like you didn't hear about it and you didn't see it in the newspaper because they pushed that shit back to February of 2018. <laughs> wow, man. So, okay, so it's giving them more couple months. Yeah, some... so they finally told us what it was and been like, that, that, that's not going to be quite ready yet. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we have to wait a few months. <laughs> well, I mean, I know in the other movie, or at least the first one, I mean, some of the effects and stuff are pretty awesome, so yeah. they're probably, you know... I wonder if it's like a trilogy kind of thing. Like, this is going to kind of close out the story. But I don't know. We'll have to see, though. But okay, so February 2018. Hey, you know what else is going on February 2018? What's that? That'll be our two-year anniversary. Oh, man, look at that. That's that's going to be a quite a celebration, man. So mm-hmm. we'll definitely keep you guys posted on all the exciting news that's going down with that. But one thing that came out, October 27th, said it was going to come out, actually came out, was pretty awesome, just in time for Halloween, was a sequel of its own, did show the fucking monster. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. The return of Jigsaw in his own standalone feature film, Jigsaw. 
Now, see, this is pretty funny, too, and I know we've talked about this recently. Like, mm-hmm. the last Saw movie was called Saw the Final Chapter. Yeah, and just I'd, like Jason Part 4 was out of the 12-part movie series. <laughs> yes, and just like how uh, Part 9 was called The Final Friday. <laughs> yeah. Now, I do have to give them credit that- Well, I, wait, didn't Ice Cube do The Final Friday? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think that's supposed to be coming out. Like, I suppose they're just trying to. They need to do a Friday movie. That's that's a that's a that's a crossover with Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, that would uh, be the best. Get some Mike Epps up in there. Man. There you go. They got to get Chris Tucker back. <laughs> yeah, that's the, true. The final Friday. But yes, but as as they say, just in comic books, you know how uh, they say comic books. No, you know the heroes never die. Mm-hmm. Apparently, neither do these uh, serial killers. But. You know, the real kicker with that is John Kramer, the killer in Jigsaw, you know, in Saw, mm-hmm. you know, he technically died in the third movie and he's never come back. It's just that all these things that have happened since then were all part of like his master plan. Mm-hmm. Now, this dude has like, you know, terminal cancer. Yeah. I mean, I think this should be like an inspiration <laughs> to people that have yeah, cancer. Yeah, get shit done, man. What I are you mean, doing? You know? This is some major prep, you know? And I mean, I know part of his mythos is that, um, you know, he had a wife and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were, they were going to have a baby. So he was happy that, hey, even though I'm going to be going soon, I'm going to get to see my wife, you know, have our child. And, you know, then his wife was was injured as somebody was trying to steal something out of her clinic and she ended up miscarrying so like that kind of you know gets this whole thing of people not valuing life and that's why jigsaw puts people into these traps so Mm -hmm. the fact that this kind of jumps ahead to like now time you know like maybe like 10 years since the last one and they're using like you know, iPhones to control thing. You, you know, it's like I'm like, how much of this could like John Kramer really have like had an active yeah. influence? I'm sure on? he was great at using the iPhone eight. You know, <laughs> shit, I can't figure it out. You know, had it for a year. You know, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen this yet, and um, you know, we're gonna have to look up and see like what kind of score it's getting from the critics. Oh, let's do it right yeah, now. Why wait? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's we're on 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 the topic. Because I'll tell you. Like me personally, I've always fucking hated Saw. Uh, they, they, you know, they they are the first one I thought was cool because it was like a mystery. Like you but, didn't know yeah, what was no, going no, on. I get that, but like I hated the first movie. I thought it was so st- like uh-huh. I actually went on a date to see that like with a girl oh. and we walked out and I was like, damn, that was a piece of shit. That was fucking dumb. Yeah. You know, like there's no way that guy lays there for two and a half hours. Yeah. There's no way he convinces someone else to murder people just <laughs> to save his own sorry ass. Like this is like some depraved, like people have no faith in humanity fucking bullshit. And that chick's like, well, I thought it was cool. It was a cool horror movie. It was very clever. I, I just don't think you got it. Never uh, talked to that girl. Uh, <laughs> okay, I can see why it's left such a bad taste in your mouth, El Bandito. I, I know. It, it It cost me a, a, a beautiful night there, but by the same token, I was right. That movie's stupid. I don't care what people say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so looking here on IMDb, what do we got? I know. We'll, we'll check the rating here in a second. I'll take a moment to say, if you disagree, if you think the original Saw movie was so great and you know exactly why it's so great and you want to tell me, feel free to hit us up at thepowerhourofLove at gmail.com. Throw us a like on our Facebook page and a comment over there telling me I'm a chucklehead. Or feel free to call us up live at our toll-free number. It's 1-844-944-LOVE. That's 5683. That's our toll-free love line. Doesn't cost you a cent. Is open 24-7. You can leave us a message anytime. We'll get it. We'll play your audio right on the air if you want to leave us a message. And if you catch us while we're in studio, you can talk to us live. So hit us up. Tell us why Saw is so great. Tell us what your most anticipated release of the year was. But all right, let's see what kind of score 
Jigsaw is getting. All right, it looks like it's getting a 6.3 out of 10 over here on IMDb. So that's not really bad. No, no. I mean, I've definitely seen worse, you know. Um, yeah, let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has it uh, kicked off. Oh, man. Ooh. I think Rotten Tomatoes is a little more accurate over here. Oh, what do you think? Oh, man, yeah. Okay, so we've got... Okay, now let's look at this here. Rotten Tomatoes, you have a 41% on their tomato meter, which is a you know combined thing of all the different critics that they yeah. accept reviews from. It's got... Uh, it's got oh, uh, it only has thirty nine reviews collected, which isn't a ton. I mean, I know they get up into like the hundreds, but it has sixteen fresh and twenty three rotten. Which I mean, yeah, you know, right now, yeah, forty one percent is pretty, pretty. Yeah, you, know, for, you don't need to run to the theater for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forty three percent is pretty bad. And I gotta say, like, there is a lot of times when I don't trust a critic opinion because sure. they're just really lambasted in movies and stuff like that. But I love movies like this where. If you look at it here, the audience score, 96%. You know? So El Bandito, I would say out of that 4%, you're probably in that percentile. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can tell you this. 96% of the people who gave a shit to rate it on Rotten Tomatoes are people that like the franchise already. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like someone's trying out Jigsaw for the first time and they're going to go home and be like, I'm going to noodle out a fucking review for this. They don't care. <laughs> exactly. They're just like, well, what a waste of money and they don't ever think about it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's just like we were saying, some of these horror movies are like guilty pleasures and yeah. people are just happy that there's another one. But yeah, they they're not winning no awards. You hey, know? Okay, so. let's let's take a moment. Uh, let's let. Oh man, I wish I could see the release date on this. I'd love to see the release date because if it was October twenty seventh, that would be so fitting. But I don't know when it was that Tyler Perry's Boo Two of Medea <laughs> Halloween came out. But uh, man. The audience score on that is a 44%. That's the audience that usually likes shit more. Uh, what do you think the tomato meter rating is? Oh, uh, what is it, El Bandito? <laughs> it's a seven. <laughs> now, you know, the crazy part about that is that that's number two in the box office. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that means this made some money, you know what I'm No, saying? you're right, man. You're, you're absolutely right. Hey, all I know is that it, this week... You know, or this weekend, it beat out Blade Runner 2049, so that says yep. something. And Happy Death Day, which as for a PG-13 horror movie, people have been giving it a lot of praise. So Really? Yeah. I, I hadn't even heard about that. Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty much Groundhog's Day as a horror movie. <laughs> you know, the girl <laughs> keeps dying funny. and then she comes back to life living the same day. Man, that that's a rip. That's a uh, an old episode of supernaturals like that they, where the yeah, guy yeah. uh it's actually his brother dies and he can't stop his brother from dying every single day oh, so it's, it's a time loop yeah. yeah and it's pretty horrific you know but but it's no matter what he does and he changes it as soon as his brother get killed it starts the day over mm. but they they talk about him watching his brother die like 200 times or something and gotcha it's like, you know really fucks with the guy's heads he spent months in there you know go, go, going on some of those older tropes but yeah so yeah let us know what you guys thought of jigsaw we haven't seen it yet i'll probably catch it when it comes out on dvd but um one thing we know you guys were probably checking out this weekend if you didn't go to the theater or uh if you're not playing all those great video games that we're going to talk about in a bit you're probably checking out the release of stranger things season two absolutely that popped off on netflix midnight friday morning man which was really cool it was it was but you know what the real kicker that one was El bandito what's that it was midnight pacific so if you wanted to watch it here, you were up till three in the morning, which nice. I get it. You know, they're based out there and this and that. That usually tends to happen. Yeah. But hey, even still, 
it, it, it was. It was ready yeah. at, at that 3 o'clock mark, uh, 12 o'clock. See, that, that's funny because I was up late Thursday night uh-huh. and playing the Friday the 13th game, of yes, course. Yes. Gun Media hit us Yo. up. Oh, oh, yeah. But the uh, the people on there were all like, dude, Stranger Things just came out. I'm getting off. Oh, oh my last game, Stranger Things just came out. You know. <laughs> so uh, I don't think I was playing with a lot of people in Pacific time. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were popping back on a few minutes later, and I was like, that's weird. I thought that dude said he was leaving. <laughs> you know? He was probably like, oh, bum, 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 bum. No, he's probably like, god damn, god damn it. <laughs> I mean, I know you haven't gotten a chance to watch the first season not. of El Bandito. I watched it and I did enjoy it. I thought mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm. It's going to take me a little while to catch on, up on this one because yeah, I've got so many shows going on right now, you know. <laughs> and it's like, but I do want to watch it. I mean, I, I like the kids in the show. They, they they're a lot of fun, and there's a lot of throwback to mm-hmm. you know that time when we were kids, and and a lot of these old horror movies are kind of you know definitely you know the Friday the Thirteenth game. You know, it's got me you know watching a lot of retro stuff. So I mean, it's the perfect time to check this out. Um, I know I try to stay off facebook when people start talking about it because you know i don't want spoilers but i did see somebody say that while they thought the second season was good they didn't think it was good as the first Hmm. but hey maybe that's just up to preference so people bitching a bitch it could be it could be i mean i know this the same people just harping on uh uh, tyler perry's boot too (laughs) you know that shit's good don't lie hey if they made a sequel to the first boot maybe at some (laughs) point maybe in the break we're gonna have to look up what the first boo movie if that's there (laughs) but um yeah yeah. speaking of the first break we'll go ahead and roll right into it and uh you know with a nod to stranger things we've got mega ran here with his amazing talents with strangers The year is 1983. Young Will Byers goes missing in the small town of Hawkins, Indiana. It is discovered that a gateway to a parallel alternate universe known as the Upside Down is opened in Hawkins. Through that parallel universe comes a monster known as the Demogorgon. The Demogorgon is vanquished thanks in part to a child named Eleven and her special abilities. It is now one year later. Hawkins is safe and back to normal, or so it seems. Strangers. What in the world is the upside down? I don't know, but I must find out. And it's not about will this time, but I mean to survive, and I love my town. Hawkins, Indiana, any town, USA. And nothing's been the same since this one fateful day. About a year ago, the story you probably know. The Hawkins lab had the strange plans down below. And Chief Hopper leaving something inside a locker. Could he know where 11 is and maybe how to stop her? Will Byers return, everything now seems to be back to normal. Better be sure, cause Hawkins can't afford a relapse. So many gone. And yet so much we need clarity on So my advice is be cautious, tread carefully on These grounds cause everything has now changed Parallel worlds, phenomena unexplained This is the story of four friends And how they move forward in a world that's been twisted and distorted The past has been reported and future danger brings The brave closer together as they face stranger things Than they could ever imagine new adventures to uncover and discover All they truly have is each other Teenagers Curiosity is human nature. We come as friends, but we leave as strangers. We come as friends, but we leave as strangers. As a teenager, 
We are naturally somehow raisers. We come as friends, but we leave as strangers. We come as friends, but we leave as strangers. 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 That was Megaran with Strangers. Oh, that was an awesome track there, man. <laughs> I didn't get to hear it. I had to go earmuffs because uh, I don't want any spoilers. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing too, man. Yeah, because you know, they, actually that comes off of Megaran's new album that's completely Stranger Things inspired. He goes through nice. and he has a track for each of the characters. Wow. And then it kind of ties together with like the actual Strangers track, so... Yeah, it's definitely the title track off that album. You guys got to go check it out. It's available on Bandcamp, iTunes. Just go search Facebook for uh, Megaran and uh, be sure to like his page, man. He's a great guy. Heck yeah, man. So that was super awesome, though, and we got to take that break. And, man, I, I, I got to tell the people this. This is <laughs> like beautiful people out there. You're going to love this, man. This was funny. So uh, we're, we went and we checked, all right? So Tyler Perry's Boo, the first one that came yeah. out in 2016, got a uh, – 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So definitely the sequel's falling short of its former glory, but you know, <laughs> may, maybe some more uh, reviewers who really get it yeah. will uh, will pop on. But man, the best thing is, you know, Charbel's like, dude, what's Medea? Like is that like a thing? Like yeah. is she like in other movies and stuff? And I was like, what, dude? Like how have you not heard about <laughs> Medea? So like we pull up the whole page, we're looking at all the movies, like eight movies or something she's been in since 2015. Yeah. And I'm like, see they got like Medea goes to jail and the family reunion and all yeah. that. Then dude, you summed it up the best. What'd you say? I was like, oh, so she's kind of like the black Ernest. <laughs> yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I never thought of it like that, but yes, she is like the black Ernest, man, the blurnest. Right the blurnest. <laughs> you know, you know, she's went to jail. She has a Christmas one. Yep. You know, now she needs as a cannon and then she can yeah, ride boo, down the street. <laughs> boo is like the scared stupid, you know? Yes, yes. I yeah. think we said that. Yeah, those trolls in that scared stupid movie, they were pretty freaky for Heck kids. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Heck yeah. When I was a kid, that scared the hell out of me, man. If it wasn't for Ernest, I don't think I'd have been able to watch that. Because him goofing around the whole time is pretty good. But remember, they'd like turn you into wood? Yeah. Or man, that shit was terrifying. Put your ass in a tree. Yeah. And I was like, my children will live by the fruit. Yeah, that thing was just freaky. <laughs> you know what yeah. scene I remember really creeped me out is when the little girl she's she thinks she hears something under her bed and mm -hmm. she looks under there and there's uh, there's like just a little doll or something. It's like, oh, Mister Mittens, oh my little doll. Oh, and then she leans back over and then the troll's like literally like just laying in bed with her. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, how the hell did that thing fit through that window? I know. You're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, God must have directed Jeepers Creepers or something. Oh. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All gosh. right. Anyways, anyways, getting oh. back to some video game stuff here. We don't want to leave you video game yes. fans hanging out there. <laughs> but this year so far has been a pretty stellar year for games all the way around. So with the release of these four great games that came out on October twenty seventh, benchmarking one of the hottest release days of the year of any year in the last few years. Um, they're all gonna be looking to dethrone one of our top ten. 2017 highest grossing games so far. So we've got a list of the 10. You want to go from 10 up? Yeah, yeah. All so. right. So we'll we'll start at number 10. They're going to be looking to oust Mass Effect 
Andromeda. Oh, man, you know, this is definitely the return of the Mass Effect series, and it came out earlier this year. You know, you know, I've never really gotten into these games. Like, I tried the first one, and people are like, oh, yeah. it's like the old Republic and these other, mm-hmm. you know, different kind of RPG shooter kind of deals. And I, I don't know, I just never really dug it, but I know it's got a huge fan base. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this one definitely was, uh, it's definitely well received if this many people are buying it. Right? You know, what's funny is I've heard weird reviews about it that, like, it's one of those things that everybody bought uh-huh. and pretty much everybody's fucking disappointed with. Oh. But, like, everybody bought it right away, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. But I don't know, maybe they passed it and fixed it up, but I remember when it first came out, like, the people I know who played were like, dude, fucking sucks, man. <laughs> like, there was some some anticipation that, that was a letdown for them. For the life of me, I don't remember what it is, so I'm sorry for that. If you know, hit us up, powerhourlovegmail.com, 1-844-944-LOVE, uh, and you can let us know. But other than that, we did play and do a playthrough review on the number nine title of the year, Injustice 2. Oh, yeah, man. This one's awesome. You know, I mean, of course, any fans of DC, I'm sure, have jumped on this one mm-hmm. and rocking out the story mode, fighting their buddies online, doing the whole, you know, tower challenges. I don't know. Yep. Probably, I'm sure they're, oh, you know what? I think DC Eric had told me it's called like other worlds. Like, you know, like you have like uh, Else, Elseworld. Or yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. what they call their, their yeah. extended universe in comics is Elseworld, I think. It, yeah. So you could have like the Earth. 222 tower, uh-huh. you know, yeah, you know fight yeah. characters. And so I think that's really cool. And I know it has a lot of versatility where you can change mm-hmm. uh, particular items on yeah. on the characters so that, and, you know, And, dude, you it's on that, the new Mortal Kombat engine, which is oh, just yeah. amazing. Like, it looks so good. But definitely oh, yeah. much love to DC Eric and Party Man Will mm-hmm. for, you know, the playthrough and review on that. Especially DC Eric, man. He, he supplied the game for us yes. to check out. Yes, You know, so he, he gave me my first taste of that, and that was freaking great, man. So... Much love to him. And that game only came out, what, the summer? Yeah. And that shit yeah. ran up to number nine. So it's like, damn. Man, I think it was right good. around Memorial Day is when that one dropped. Because I remember yeah. we were talking about it. And then we followed up with a playthrough and review soon after. And, um, you know, speaking of DC Eric, we're going to have to get him in here soon after the the Justice League movie drops to see absolutely, what he uh, thought about that. He's been hyping it for like the last, what, year and a half? <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, talk about something has been hyped up for a long time. Horizon Zero Dawn. Also, yeah. is uh, came out. It's number eight game this, of the year. I'm pretty sure this came out last year, but yeah, it's held its own. Yeah. It looks like so. yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation yeah. only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it, uh, again. This is just the gross. Like this has made the most money in 2017 so far. So uh, this is definitely stacking up. The, uh, from what I've heard, this is. Uh, uh, the Breath of the Wild, but like adult version. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> not that the gameplay is more adult, but just like. Not shell shaded or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, yeah. no. and the the characters aren't like whoa, 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 or whatever the <laughs> fuck they do in Zelda. But absolutely, I've heard a lot of good things. I I don't own a PS4, so I haven't had a chance to dig in. But I, I know it's getting a lot of praise. Yeah. So that's number eight. What do we got for number seven? Number seven is For Honor. Now this one I've heard a lot about. Like I know anytime I go on Steam, it's like, hey, check out this game or it's on sale or something. I don't know much about it. I think it kind of almost is. Uh, I think it's like Dark Souls or it's like a um, one of those old like Dynasty Warrior type games. Is it? Let's let's take yeah. let's take a, a minute. And we'll we'll check it out. Okay. I mean, if it is like those old Dynasty Warrior games, like you know, you're just kind of like shredding people up as you you know you have your armies and stuff like yeah kind of like a beat them up yeah okay 
Well, it looks like it's uh, made by Ubisoft, so okay. that's always good. They make some pretty great shit. Absolutely. So, well, a really nice website here. For Honor, Season 3 website. Don't tell Ooh. us anything about the game. Yes. <laughs> well, if it's up to its third season, that right there will... <laughs> Yeah, the way they do seasons nowadays on games, I, I'm kind of not a super fan of. It's kind of just like, dude, stop that shit and just be like DLC, not DLC, you know? Yeah, I think it would. In some cases, like it kind of, you know, helps the game last longer. But you're right. I mean, it's just it's just a fancy title. Yeah, yeah. It says it is a hack and slash fighting game, so I think that's pretty much all we need to say about that. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it does include all sorts of historical forms of soldiers and warriors, including knights, samurai, and Vikings uh, within a medieval setting. Uh, third person perspective. So it sounds really yeah. fucking cool. Almost like that. Remember that show, the the Deadliest Warrior. Yeah. Remember yeah. they they put like different types of fighters together. It sounds like it's almost like the video game version of that. Absolutely, man, which does sound like a lot of fun, so I could see why that was number seven. But this game definitely did not come out in 2017 and managed to grab the number six spot. We're talking Grand Theft Auto Five. This is super impressive. <laughs> like, I mean, we're talking 2013. Yeah. I mean, I know it was a late 2013 title, but still, I mean, that's... What, four years later, it's still yeah. Yeah, it's just about, making yeah. that money. But you know what it is? It keeps getting released on different stuff. That's true. You know, So I That's think uh, most recently, what, what was it released on? I think, uh, I think uh, there was a Steam uh, release. Yeah, finally yeah. on PC kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know a lot of people like to play it on PCs, you know, of course, the rendered graphics, mm -hmm, you know, and the mm -hmm. way that the cars look. And But I know that that multiplayer thing that they have is yeah. really what's keeping the dream alive on that game because a lot of true. people have told me that that's actually pretty badass. I, I never yeah. tried it, but. Yeah, because I think it's, it's very similar in that asymmetrical where it's like it's only a certain number mm -hmm. of players, just like Friday the 13th. Like I think it's like between 10 and 16 players mm -hmm. like are in, in the world. And yeah, you can be all over the map, and then you got to find each other, and you can blow each other up and shit. And yeah, yeah, sounds pretty yeah. fucking killer, yeah. man. Well, we'll have to check that out of the multiplayer mode on that. But number five is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, man. I really would have thought this got ranked higher because people were blowing this shit oh, up yeah. when it came out, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I heard nothing but good stuff about it. Um, but I could tell you, I'm I'm not a fan. The first Zelda game and the gold cartridge just pissed me off. It was too much work, you know, make me mad. But well, it's a classic. It's a legendary thing. I've heard that all the games in between always have like kind of a beautiful story montage thing all put together. And I've heard that some of the gameplay elements in this were truly exceptional. So I'm not surprised to see it cracking the top five. Well, I know definitely. I revisited some old school uh, Zelda stuff with that. Super Nintendo classic with the link to the past. So, I mean, mm. I definitely have kind of like been itching to get my hands on this one. But honestly, one of the hardest things and what maybe why this game hasn't sold as well as we thought is that it's actually kind of hard to get your hands on a Switch. Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, it is only on the Switch, right? Yeah. So the availability is only for those who are lucky enough to get their hands on that. So You know what? That's very true, and I didn't even think about that. And considering you had to buy the console to even play this game, yep. that's pretty damn impressive that it's number five. Yes. And, but I'll tell you, we're, we're, we grabbed this list here. This is the September list from Polygon of the highest-grossing games of the year. And I have to say, the next four, the top four, I'm like, what, who the fuck's even playing this? <laughs> and hell, like, I had no idea this many people played this over the awesome six games we just read. Oh, yeah. But number four is coming in at Madden NFL 18. Man, you know, I mean, 
Madden's been making these games since Who's still the playing of the night. Madden though? I mean, come on. <laughs> I think the last Madden I played was 2003, you know. Sometimes I'll talk to some of the guys and and you know, people I, I see and you know, they're sports fans, yeah, you know, and yeah. like I guess yeah, I guess just like the wrestling games, you know, they throw in some new, new guys. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. They're like, I got my guy now. I got his jersey and you're like that's cool, bro. How much does that shit cost you? It's like a couple hundred bucks because of a new guy, you know? I think just like the wrestling games, they have like a creative football player so like they can put themselves yeah. in there and like live that dream. Yeah. I, I suppose so, man. I mean, it's pretty wild. But I have to say, uh, there's a part of me that kind of gets the Madden thing, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But NBA 2K13 took the number three spot. Oh man, uh, you know, same thing. I think that it's just there's a lot of fans of basketball yeah, out I mean, there. Same thing. I I know in this definitely you'd see the features a lot more that you can customize your player. Mm-hmm. And one thing I did see when I was watching the videos for all these was that this one, like when you start playing the game as your player, like you're like on the street. Like you're literally playing just like street basketball oh, okay. and like you go to like, like you so it's got like a career mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You kind of like live the dream. Like you have to get discovered and do so. I'm wow. kind of like, that's kind of neat. Like it's, 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 it, I was always more of like an yeah. MGA, M- NBA jam. Yeah, exactly. Guy. Dude, that's, I was been waiting to say that, that I was like, <laughs> NBA jam was the last NBA game I played, but you know, I didn't even think about it. So you said it right now with these career modes and getting discovered and stuff like that. But I'm willing to bet these games have pretty kick-ass like multiplayer online modes. Oh yeah, you know where you oh, can yeah. probably get two or three of your buddies on a team and shit, mm-hmm. and like that's something I didn't anticipate, and I haven't thought of. Like I said, the last sports game I played was 2003. Sure, but uh, I bet that's really what's driving these. Just imagine if you could have Party Man Will in there playing as your backup in in Madden, and oh, <laughs> he man. could be your hero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, Party Man Will. He's my, my hero forever, Madden 2003 right there, man. <laughs> you know it, man. Why don't we talk about number two? All right, number two is kind of a surprise again to me. This is Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Nice. I saw some clips from this, too. This, like, takes place out in the jungle. It's mm-hmm. very, like, unconventional for, like, the Tom Clancy series. Yeah, right? and it's not The Division. Yeah. Like, how is this yeah. outselling The Division? Like... I don't really know what the drive is. Like, I only know Party Man Will played both of these games. He's the only person I know that played both The Division and Wildlands. Okay. And he's like, dude, The Division is totally better. Okay. So I'm like, wow, really? Okay. I may- maybe I'm misquoting him. So, you know, he can send us a, a message and let us know. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty sure that he said that the other was better. Although, on our opening montage uh in the playthrough and review like our intro video mm-hmm. we play a bunch of clips in the background and one of them is a clip from tom clancy's ghost recon wildlands it's oh. party man will sent that to us to put in the opening montage oh so, is, is that where he crashes that helicopter yes yeah ah, so okay. go and check that out if anyone that's hasn't why party seen it. man will doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's over on our youtube page where you can find all of our game reviews on there uh we've got the just posted up the friday the 13th the oh, game review so good so a uh, lot of good stuff in there we've been getting a lot of good press off that when people are really loving it uh so get out there and check it out but are you ready for the number one let's hear it what is it all right we've got four games that just came out october 27th and all four of them are hunting down the number one spot that's currently owned by destiny 2 man you know it's funny i can't think of another game 
that would fill this role, but mm-hmm. I am so unfamiliar with this Destiny Dude, series. I hear you, and I have to say, Destiny 2 has some of the greatest trailers I've ever seen. Oh, Have okay. you seen any of them? Not really. Maybe we'll have okay. to check out some. Yeah, there's a bad guy in it, a villain. Uh, he seems like the villain of the story. Because he's very lackadaisical and kind of jerky and kind of roguish. Okay. Uh, and he's voiced by Nathan Fillion, you know, the oh, captain from there Firefly. You go. Yeah. Okay, okay. And in the trailer, it cuts back and forth between like the very militant, militaristic general guy who's like, we will meet them in battle on the fields of death. Yeah. And then it cuts to Nathan Fillion who's like, all right, man, like we're going to go out there and these guys are going to have badass weapons and like way better shit than us. But you know, like we can take their money and shit like that. And he's like totally being a punk, okay. but he's trying to talk up his people like that, you know? And, uh, it's just, it's hilarious. It's really funny. It makes me super interested in the game, Okay, but I know it's an MMO, like everyone yeah. plays together. So yeah. I'm kind of really not sure about diving into that because it, it just sounds so unlike anything I've played before, but we're definitely going to have to check this one out, maybe sure. throw it up on the playthrough and review or something. That would be man. awesome. Well, I know so. it's put out by Bungie who yeah. were originally, you know, behind the whole Halo franchise yes. before, Microsoft started taking care of that themselves. Like, so, I mean, I know it's got that fan base. And if it's, you know, it's a shoot 'em up kind of, you know, like the old Halo games were. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know still Halos are first person shooters, but, you know, they've started to incorporate other elements and stuff yeah. like that. But man, like that old run and gun, you know, Doom style shooting. Yeah, we we're, we're going to have to dig into this one. I think Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And I've hear that it's a huge open world game. And, uh, like, we're going to have to check out that trailer here while we take a break, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, So we have got for you some Shinobi Ninja with places to go.
That was Shinobi Ninja with Places to Go. Oh, man, another great track by Shinobi Ninja just rocking it out, repping Brooklyn. Oh, you know it, man. You know it. Shinobi Ninja, they've had a really good stream of good luck recently because they got to open up a bunch of shows for a definitely uh, influence for them, 311. Absolutely, man. That's a great freaking band right there. I like mm-hmm. some of their old shit. That was really good. Yeah, they are, you know, down, 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 down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, yep. it gets right in your head, man. But you can definitely see when you listen to Shinobi Ninja, I guess would be here, the, you know, definitely the influence there. But uh, yes, yeah, so I know they've been stoked. Uh, they just put out that new track. Check out the YouTube video and be sure to get over there and, and, and like the uh, Shinobi Ninja page on Facebook because they are constantly putting out good stuff. They have a bunch of YouTube shows that each of the band members do stuff in. Like I know, um, you know, your favorite, the DJ. Yeah, DJ yeah. Axis Powers. Yeah, man. He he talks about like his workout routine and mm-hmm. like what like... Um, you know what he listens to like while he's working out and like different like foods and stuff that he eats and stuff so it's like it's pretty cool man plus he you know he, you know his, his whole pro wrestler uh <laughs> persona you know so. no doubt man it's a ton of fun head over to youtube subscribe to a bunch of their channels and i'll keep you up to date on when their latest and funnest videos are coming out because it really is some pretty cool shit i caught one one time where he was like cooking breakfast yeah you know? exactly so that exactly. was a ton of fun man but all right yeah. we know you guys have been waiting for it so we don't like to keep all you beautiful people waiting too long so now we've got it a whole segment dedicated to october 27th's releases right here with the video game zone oh man the video game zone is back man and here we go we're starting off with a game that we've talked about a bit in the past but it's here and man i i got, I got a little bit of a fracture man oh yeah where but whole. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The South Park fractured butthole has come out. <laughs> Hopefully not of the butthole. But no, the release has just jumped out. All that, of course, all these are coming out or already out. Uh, debuted October 27th. Yep. A lot of the special editions came with the Stick of Truth. So if you didn't get to play that, definitely Aww. play that first and run through it. But so I am good. much anticipating this game for several reasons. One, because at E3 a couple years ago, you know, when Matt Stone and Trey Parker were there and they were kind of introducing the game, they were like, man, as soon as we finish the Stick of Truth, we realized, like, now we know how to make a good game. <laughs> so we have to go and make a good game now. Yeah, we. I know we even said that before that it wasn't the the stick of truth wasn't a very good process for them. Like yeah. they 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 ran into all you know. Of course, like they have their way of making the show, and it's mm-hmm. it's brutal. Yeah, but I mean, just the amount of time and stuff it takes to make a video game. Whew. Definitely a very different animal. Absolutely, man. So what they kind of described is them getting things on lock and, you know, being like, we know how to make a really great game, so we want to give it to you guys. And it's here, and guess what? It's based on the Coon and Friends. Oh, man. And what a great thing. I mean, you know, the first game, you know, was like their whole LARPing adventures, Mm -hmm. you know, like from the show. And now it's going to have their, um, you know, superhero personas, which, of course, with all the superhero movies... So many jokes to be had there about trilogies and phases and all that stuff. It's going to be great. Absolutely, man. And just recently released, I think it was a week or so ago, uh, they had 
their kind of uh, episode tie-in for the game, you know, uh, what was it called? It was called like pre- prequel or pre-release or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's about the Coon and Friends trying to get a franchise, but uh, Facebook is, you know, keeping their marketing down, and or, or no, the people on Facebook are. Uh, talking trash about him and spend spreading false news stories about oh, him and shit, awesome. dude. It's super hilarious. Oh, that's so. So good. It really got me psyched to jump into the game. So I know I'll be jumping into that pretty soon. But unfortunately, it's going to be so hard to decide between these four great games because oh, yeah. this next one, oh my gosh, was something that just kind of came out of nowhere to me because although the first one came out a few years ago. I didn't jump on board till we saw the announcement that Wolfenstein 2 was coming out. Oh yeah, man, you know, like you said that that E3 trailer really mm-hmm. really caught our eye, you know, and it's like Lizette out there. Yes, Lizette. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like I know we were all kind of sitting there we're like could this be like something Fallout related? And then, yeah. like of course the more and more you started to see the the German influence and stuff like that, you're like, "Wait a minute, there's uh this might be another series that we're, we're pretty familiar with. But yes, after that came out, which I'm sure for a lot of people, they picked up the new order, you know, for mm-hmm. the first time. You know, we did the same thing and we loved it. So it's like, yeah, I can't wait to get back in, uh, you know, Blaskowitz's, uh, you know, behind his hood and then get in there and blast <laughs> some more Nazis, man. So. Absolutely, man. Well, Polygon is already giving this game a nine out of ten. Oh, you know, because they were able to get kind of an early review on it, and PC Gamer is putting it at an eighty-one percent. Which, so, I, yeah, I think that's very important that we look at the PC Gamer mm-hmm. score for that one because, I mean, hey, Wolfenstein's uh, birth was definitely from PC, so it's good to see what they think, and I think that's a pretty good score. Hell I mean, you yeah, know, I know they're not as considering uh, it's the master race voting <laughs> the master race there. You know, <laughs> it's PC gamers, man, they're they're a picky crowd. You know it, man. But yeah, even a nine on Polygon is pretty awesome. So definitely, yeah, we're gonna get into this one. It's it. I would say that this one tops my list. Yeah, out of the four on, on what I want to get first. But yeah, it's probably going to be a couple of weeks before I can dive in. But yeah, this uh, I'm getting it as soon as I can. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, I'm going to I'm super stoked for this now. Was Wolfenstein the first first-person shooter? Is it considered the first? I think it is. It's it's definitely the most relevant of the fir- I mean, if there was something else like, yeah. you know, it, it it it's the one that kicked off Wolfenstein 3D mm-hmm. came before Doom. So, I okay. mean, as far as the 3D first person shooters go because yeah the first the first few wolfensteins were like they almost look like atari like when you're kind of like walking around the room and gotcha. stuff like that it was very blocky but yeah as far as 3d first person shooters which is what i think you're shooting for yes <laughs> you know yes yeah wolfenstein 3d was the one that blasted the doors open with blaskowitz that's awesome man so i'm glad they're keeping that dream alive and i'm glad that this fell into the hands of bethesda because oh, man yeah. if anyone can really take basically any crumb of a story and turn it into an epic narrative it's freaking bethesda man those guys know what they're doing as far as storytelling goes and people bitch about controls and things maybe being a little buggy or whatever but when you have that kind of narrative and that kind of story in games man it overshadows any of those minor flaws so quickly that uh you know i just love those cats man you know it man and it's kind of like the things where hey we love the sandboxes and we love games that take hundreds and hundreds of hours to complete Mm -hmm. or that you can play for hundreds and hundreds of hours but it's like 
Sometimes it's nice to have this little good package that you get to dive into for a good 15 to 20 hours. And like you said, even when you complete it, you still have the perks and the completest kind of, you yeah, know, yeah. options. And, so. and it, it appears that you're still going to have the choice between Fergus and Private Wyatt in this game as well. Oh, very cool. So it's going to have that factor of replayability. And, I mean, even the New Order had different characters in both timelines. That was just really, really fucking impressive. Yes. So, you know, I'm looking forward to see where they take this with Private Wyatt in the clip apparently having an LSD addiction. You know, (laughs) Fergus having a robotic arm, which is freaking awesome. So, and they're in America. Yes. So they're they're bringing the fight back home, which is pretty awesome, man. Should be killer. Can't wait to dig in. Absolutely. But, you know, you were talking about the big open world sandboxes games, man, and we have got one coming out that's been a long time coming for a sequel to it. We've got Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, man, the Switch. Like we said earlier, you know, they're hard to come by, but the folks who have them, they've been waiting. I mean, I know a lot of folks were like, oh, well, at least if we buy the Switch, like on release day, we can play Zelda. But, you know, people were like, where's the Mario game? Yep. (laughs) It's always been synonymous with the whole Nintendo releases. There's a Mario game to play with it. Well, here it is. And I mean, you know, just watching the videos and stuff, it looks very interesting. Like I said, big, huge sandbox. Uh, People are saying this might be the best Mario game since Mario 64. And I know, like, so yeah. far, IGN has given it a 10 out of 10. And, like, that, they're usually not just, you know, they're not just handing those out. So yeah. what else? Uh, what, 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 are the other, what are the other critics saying about it, El Bandito? Well, I know Polygon is giving it a 9.5 out of 10. Okay. And Metacritic has got it all the way up to a 97%. Wow. So, I mean, this thing is looking pretty awesome. I think it's... You know, there's a lot of people worried, me included, that scrapping the E for everyone and kind of making it more of a, of a, you know, 10 and up game might yeah. be something that takes away. Um, you know, maybe we didn't need Mario nipples or whatever's yeah. giving it that crossing that line. But if these scores are any indication, uh, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter because this is going to be an awesome open world Mario adventure that we've been craving since we were kids mm-hmm. and we, you know, got to be adults and they made the first Grand Theft Auto and you're like, holy shit, why can't we jump on Goombas while we're out here? <laughs> exactly, man. And then, so, yeah, like you said, it's just, it just depends on how much game is in there. Is there, you know, is it is it a whole new platform for Mario or does it like reintegrate some of those older things? Sure. I think it's probably a mixed bag yeah which you know people kind of get that nostalgia feeling while being introduced to new methods you know so mm-hmm. yeah definitely hey hats off to nintendo they, they seem to be really good at like taking those old franchises and breathing new life into them and making making their their their, their bucks so. absolutely <laughs> man yeah ma- making something new out of something old you know reinventing yep. it a little bit i mean with that new mechanic of like eat the mushroom turn into like a grown-up mario yeah. who's all elongated <laughs> like this shit just seems wild. They got some wild shit kicking. I can't yeah. wait to dive into that. Like we said, it's hard to get our hands on a switch in our neck of the woods, but we're going to have to track one down and check that sucker out. Mm-hmm. And, man, I know people have been waiting. You know, we saved one of the best for last here. We have Assassin's Creed Origins. Absolutely, man. Now, they've been on a little bit of a hiatus for a while, you know, because Assassin's Creed game usually comes out, you know, every two weeks. (laughs) They finally took a little time, you know, kind of went back into the mythos and, you know, their whole history of games has been moving forward, moving forward, moving forward throughout time. And they finally got to a period, you know, with Syndicate that it was like, boy, this is really getting to like industrialized turn of the century type stuff. 
And man, they everyone was kind of whoa, okay, what's gonna happen? Yeah, where are and they then, gonna go man, next? They threw that monkey wrench in there and said, "We are taking you back to the beginning. <sighs> We're gonna tell you the story of the first assassin, and they're gonna do it in an incredibly immersed open world of ancient Egypt." Man, that I mean, you know, you see it in movies and stuff like that. You know, like you go back and watch like the mummy you know like yeah. from like 19 you know not not the original but like the 1999 one and you're kind of like it's almost laughable now when you watch some of the effects and stuff but you know hey it was it was a time but you know you see those things and you're just like man it'd be kind of cool just to explore those like old pyramids and you yeah. know <laughs> the, the mythos and all behind yeah. the ancient egyptian culture is oh, yeah. so captivating i mean it's why we've had movie after movie over that sort of time period and that time frame that it still remains mysterious with all we've mm-hmm. uncovered and all we know about it and what's really fascinating about this game that has really kind of had a sort of realistic compass in the sense of it introduces a lot of history and historical events into their games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And this is really giving them a lot of leeway for things that we don't really know what happened. Yeah. And one of the yeah. most exciting things to me is how prevalent giant mo- like boss monsters have been in the trailers. Mm. You know, from a giant cobra to a giant jackal, you know, there are these kind of mythological beings in the game. Wow. And I'm excited to see what they represent, you know, and what they mean to the Assassin's Creed storyline as a whole. Yeah. Because the assassins have always seemed to have almost a supernatural, you know, sort of presence in the game that was always kind of just explained as like training. You know, yeah. like, yeah, these guys are just super fly, you know? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. is there going to be a little more to that? I mean, the assassin eagle sense, like, yes. the character we see in Origins actually has an eagle, you know, through his mystic journeys here. Is he going to find a way to combine that spirit animal with him? Oh, you know? okay. So, okay. I, who knows? But I'm very anxious to find out. I think the story, again, behind the Assassin's Creed legacy is just really always captivated me and I thought it was really cool and I'm kind of sad that the movie kind of fucked it all up and was shitty, you know? <laughs> it tends to be that way, though, man. I mean, aside from maybe just a handful, I can't really think of too many movie adaptations that have really lived up to the <laughs> game's uh, classicness. You no, know? absolutely, absolutely. So don't worry about any reviews you might hear for Assassin's Creed the movie or Assassin's Creed Origins. Like, watch the trailer yourself. Check out the action in there. Check out the smooth gameplay, the horseback riding, moving through marketplaces and pavilions. And one really interesting thing that has totally kind of gone by the wayside, but it was a real attraction to me, was that Assassin's Creed Origin. it's the first Assassin's Creed game, or really any game I can think of, that has a tourist mode. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, where so you, you can just wander. Well, yeah, well, yeah, like you go in and like you can get a guide to like show you around the map. Oh, okay. and he'll just take okay. you around, and you can literally like kind of quote unquote vacation in ancient Egypt and just look at shit. And and it's a non combat mode where you won't run into random encounters or anything like that, but you can just enjoy the scenery and the work that they put into creating the world that you're spending this time in. Pretty amazing. So it's it's pretty stellar. It's pretty exciting, man. And uh, you know. I got to say, out of the four games, that's the one I know I'm probably going to dedicate the most time to. Like, I'm just going to get sucked into that and uh, probably run through the rabbit hole on that one. But what do you think of the four games? What do you think's taking the top spot? I mean, you know, personally, like I said, I, I know Wolfenstein 2 is the one I'm most interested in, followed mm-hmm. by the South Park game, because I love that first one so yeah. much. 
But if you're just talking about the general public. Yeah, well, yeah what do you think the general public's going to buy the most out I of this? I think one? it's going to be Super Mario. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's going to be the one that, I mean, it's going to have great. Unless, unless it has that curse of the Breath of the Wild, like we said, <laughs> if people ain't got the system to play it on, yeah, it's, it's not going to make that money. It's a little, yeah. it's a little tough to, uh, you know. Go ahead and spend the money on that game when you can't play it. You know? Exactly. And even just because it is on a new system, I mean, that automatically sets it a few pieces yeah, yeah. back. So Now, personally, while I'd love to see Wolfenstein 2 like, take the lead and head the charge out of these four games, I'm thinking Assassin's Creed is going to kind of be the game that gets the most bang for the buck for most people mm-hmm. because it's really reinventing its genre. You sure, know? And sure. while Wolfenstein 2 is going to come out with some just really awesome shit continuing the story of Blaskowitz, I think that the legacy of Assassin's Creed and going back to try to find answers that we've never had, uh, it's just going to be too captivating for people that are fans of that game. And, you know, they haven't been making a Wolfenstein every year for the yeah. past 10 years, you yeah. know? So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> the, the They're trying to reignite the Wolfenstein popularity where Assassin's Creed is something current. Yeah. People know it and they're like, all right, yeah, what's it's, next? It's pretty yeah. much at the height of its popularity and uh, you know, striking while the iron's hot with some interesting stuff here. So, hey, do you know who the real winner is? Though is is Ubisoft. Uh-huh. I mean, right there, they've got South Park and Assassin's Creed. So they've got two dogs in the game. So they're definitely gonna be making some buck. I don't know, man. I think the real winners out there is us because oh. we get to play all this shit. Oh, you know it, man. <laughs> no, at, at 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 the heart of it all, that is how it goes down. But if we're talking about who's gonna, you know, those executives putting smiles on their faces, they're just like. Money, 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 money. Absolutely, man. (laughs) And they're glad that Rockstar was like, you know what? Let's hold off on that uh, Red Dead Redemption until next year. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt, man. Well, that'll about wrap it up for what we had pump out on October 27th, man. We hope you guys are excited about all these games as we are. But we do want to mention a couple of other games that are popping out real soon here in the month Mm -hmm. of November that are also going to be some pretty big smash hits. But we'll get to them on the other side of this quick break. We've got the video game medley from Scythia.
That was Scythia with Video Game Medley. Oh, that was awesome, man. All right, bonus points if you can name all the songs we just heard. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that would be a good contest. Definitely, yeah, man. Why don't you tell them where they can hit us up if they know that answer? Hit us up at thepowerhourlove@gmail.com over on our Facebook page, Power Hour of Love. You can hit us up on our YouTube page, or you can give us a shout-out at 1-844-944-LOVE. That's 5683, and you can let us know what the – I think it was four songs, right? Yep. Yeah, what yep. the four songs were that they played, what games they were from. And uh, it would be nice to get messages that aren't about The Hangover 2. Yes. For some yes. reason, people keep calling us for the old one we did for The Hangover 2 <laughs> contest, and we're like – Dude, we appreciate you listening to reruns, but that contest is like super over. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. This one's new and improved. Absolutely, man. So call in and uh, we'll hook you up with some free shit. It'll be freaking great. You know it, man. But hey, man, you know, we we play a lot of great music on here and we like to sometimes dip into when there's a new music event coming our way. And man, there's a very special one coming for the people here in South Florida. You know, we know we're here on Podunk Radio. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of Misfits fans here. So I want to let you guys know that Michael Graves, the second singer of the Misfits, you know, he took over the duties back in, uh, you know, 1995 and was with them to about, I think, early 2000. He's going to actually be in Florida next week. Uh, on uh, Friday, November 10th at the Brew 772 in Stewart, Florida. Michael Graves is going to be in the house. The show kicks off at 8 p.m. It's going to run to 2 a.m., and it's going to cost you $15 at the door. Uh, Michael's also known for his work with Graves and Gotham Road, and plus he's been doing a bunch of new songs during his solo career. So I'm sure he's going to play some Misfits covers. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so definitely get on down there. You know, all all the fiends and stuff like that that are huge Misfits fans. I'm sure that you know the Brew Seven Seven Two would love to have you. It's a great price for seeing someone that's uh, toured with one of punk rock's favorite bands. Absolutely, man. So that's a very special event. You're definitely going to want to get out and check that out. Again, that was Friday, November 10th. The Brew 772 down there in Stewart, Florida. Awesome new venue they've got Mm -hmm. down there. So get out there, check it out, show them some love. And we're going to let you guys know about those upcoming releases coming out here in November. We've got a real special one coming out November 3rd. Call of Duty is going back to WW2. We've all seen the goofy commercials they have. Yeah. Get your squad back together, you know, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. They're pretty cute. It's a cute ad campaign. Sure. Uh, even though the game is supposed to be like super serious <laughs> and like really focus on like the, uh, you know, atrocities of World War II and stuff like that. But for the most part, we all just want to play multiplayer. I don't think I ever played through the story of any <laughs> Call of Duty game ever. <laughs> um, but we're going to have some fun with that uh, later next month and maybe even again in December. Uh, we, we might have to to throw some love its way at the uh, playthrough and review house. Oh, definitely. Because uh, I know uh, Bishop has been bugging me about that, that he wants to come in and play that game when it comes out. You know, he's oh, our, our okay. resident man of the cloth, but also the yes. dude that we have gone out and played many an airsoft event with, and yes. we know that his former military experience makes him pretty much a rock star out on the field. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's always ninjing around and, you know, showing us all sorts of awesome military tactics and he's no slouch when it comes to these you know uh war simulation games oh hell so he's, yeah man. you know we're excited to see what he can bring to the table with this ww2 setting mm-hmm. but the following week uh november 17th uh i guess that's more than a week away what's oh, that two that's weeks. two weeks away yeah, right? about two right. weeks later uh but man again 
the Switch coming out with an awesome new game that's going to be next to impossible to play. <laughs> oh, wait. We all already have it, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> but Skyrim will be coming to the Switch on November 17th. So if you do have a Switch and you know you want to use your hands to act out all of the spells <laughs> yourself, make sure to grab some Skyrim, man. I'm pretty sure that's the way they do it in VR, too. You're going to be dangling your hands around all day. That shit's too much work, man. It, yeah, I'm an old school gamer. I almost sit on my ass. You know, <laughs> you know and it, it's just funny because, you know, I know it's, you know, Bethesda does become the butt of some jokes with this one. It's like, how many different things are they going to bring Skyrim to? You know, it's like, <laughs> how many it, iterations? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a, they, they remastered it, you know, and brought yeah. it brought to, it to, to the, the one, to, yeah. the, to the new Xbox. <laughs> yep. Yep. And now, now it's going to the Switch. Now that's what I'm And curious. it's going to VR. You know? VR, yep. So it's like, yeah, there's only so much you could do. You know, it's like, it's all right. Well, what's next? What's next? Besides, of course. Like we said, Wolfenstein too. So, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah, some great games coming out. Like I, said, I think that's a great idea for the next playthrough and review. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get some Call of Duty. Definitely, uh, we know it's super popular with a lot of people out there. Just I don't know if it's as popular as those Madden and uh, NBA titles, man. Maybe we need to do <laughs> one of those on the playthrough. And yeah, release. absolutely, yeah. man. We'll definitely get some people uh, ch- checking out that video, man. Apparently, it has a super huge fan base. But cool. you know, what's next? What's in the future is definitely an excellent question to have. We're gonna give a tentative quick shout out to the fact that we have a special event coming at you from the power hour of love itself oh tell them about it l bandy i'm stoked well we are getting psyched and we're getting super pumped because we have been trying our hardest to reach out and get in touch with all of you guys because let's face it we want you to touch us back yes but in an effort to do so we are going to have a very special event we are going to do the power hour of love a hundred percent live we're gonna do it on facebook so it'll be a video component as well you'll be able to check out our beautiful faces for the Mm -hmm. first time you'll Mm -hmm. be able to like comment and interact with all of our uh you know show goings on as it goes on Uh, we may have some special guests in studio and other exciting things like that Uh, so we'll keep you guys updated once we set a date an actual date for that i think it's going to be in about two weeks though so keep your ear to your ground and be ready for when the power hour love comes straight into your home onto your phone onto your pc man because we're going to be 100 percent live and we want to know what you beautiful people think Oh, yeah, man. I am so stoked, man. And like you said, I've been playing around a little bit with like Facebook Live and stuff over the last few weeks. And man, I just think it's going to be so great that our audience are going to have an active influence on what, not only what we're talking about, but also get to give their opinions right as we're talking about them. So can't wait. Absolutely. And we'll see all you beautiful people there. Till next time, we'll catch you every Thursday night at 10 p.m. only on Podunk Radio. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great, but what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. (laughs) Did a divorce.